Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We are uh, less than a week away from now from the uh, Lions Lair Gala Dinner, which is going to be held, well, next Thursday, September 26th. And uh, over the last number of days, we've introduced you to the 10 companies that are going to compete in the final round of the competition. Uh, and, of course, the winners will be announced uh, next Thursday at the awards gala. And I say winners because there could be more than one winner. Uh, it depends really on how the judges want to adjudicate this and, and, and give credit to some of these competitors. Now, over the last couple of weeks, of course, we've brought you the stories of all the 10 finalists, and today we'll do the final one, and then uh, we'll be waiting uh, with bated breath uh, to see what's going to happen next Thursday at the competition. Uh, and there'll be experts there from KPMG, Gowlings, uh, Jan Kelly, and so many others. Now, the day after that, next Friday morning, we will be broadcasting from the Innovation Factory right across the highway from us here uh, in the West End of Hamilton at uh, the Innovation Center, McMaster Innovation Center. Uh, and we'll be talking with the winners of the competition from the night before and also with some of the judges, the organizers. And uh, I, one of the things I always love to do, too, is uh, we always talk with some of the past winners of Lions Lair competitions because it's fascinating to track their stories and the success. And then in many cases, it's incredible success uh, that they've enjoyed since the, they, they got that big boost up from there, the win with the Lions Lair competition. And uh, we look forward to that as we will. That'll be actually a week from today. Next uh, Friday morning we'll be up at, uh, at uh, the, the Lions Lair championship uh, show, I guess is maybe the best way to call it. So today we are going to introduce you to uh, the last of our 10 finalists in this situation. And uh, to that end, I'm pleased to welcome to the program uh, Ryan Ticklow, from, who is the founder of a, a company called Senso Minds. First of all, thanks for coming in today. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. We appreciate this. Uh, you're from Brampton originally, a McMaster student, right. uh, and you came up with this concept. Now, maybe explain to us, first of all, what Senso Minds is, and then I want to get into some of the, the minutiae and some of the details of it. Right, so Senso Minds is actually short for Sensory Minds, mm -hmm. and we're developing a line of sensory products for special needs children that will help keep them calm and focused in their environment, and yeah, that's about it. This is... Now, where did you come up with the idea, and why did you come up with the idea? What was the inspiration for it for you? Right. Uh, to be honest, I was just exploring uh, various industries, and I just noticed that this was one that was very underserved, and uh, there weren't many competitors, and the few competitors that were there, they weren't doing a very good job. So, And I gauged that by sort of just like reading a lot of their online reviews, and I heard what customers were really complaining about, and I... And I said to myself, you know, I think I can make some changes here to the com to the products and make develop a superior product, and and yeah, that's sort of how I decided to get into did, it. Did you have any experience with dealing with special needs kids and special needs families? Any 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 history there? Uh, uh no, not when I started, but uh, right now we are consulting sure. with like um o OTs and pediatricians and. Because we've yeah. we've done another programs on this, we've done we've done some volunteer work with a number right. of organizations, autism and, and other special needs, uh, over right. the number of years, and and it's f amazing when I talk to some of the people, the doctors, of course, mm -hmm. they were involved in that, and they were right. they're a key part of that, the the, the caretaker, the care workers, mm -hmm. uh, but the families as well and the parents, uh, the sensory concerns are something that that has always been a, a top priority for them. Uh, and I, that's why when I was reading your overview here, I was so impressed that, that you seem to have nailed this exactly what they're looking for, uh, because uh, what they need here is, is comfort level. In other words, people that are living with these sorts of problems on a daily basis uh, don't like changes. They don't like. They want normalcy. They want calmness. They want that sort of thing. And basically, you're developing a line of products that are going to offer that to them. 
Right. Yeah. yeah um, our first product is already uh, in the market. It was a sensory chewing necklace. So um, well, a lot of these kids, when they're really anxious, they would chew on like their pencils or shirt collars and or, sometimes or fingernails. Thing, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of our, yeah, the, on, in the extreme cases, they'd come home with like bruised fingers. Yeah. So this product, it actually, um, it became a number one bestseller on Amazon. And last year we've sold over 15,000 customers. And this year we should double that for that one product. So now we're expanding the line. But when we talk to people like this, Ryan, and I know you right. do now, you talk to, yeah. to the doctors and, and the health professionals and the, and the parents about this too. Right. When, when, when the child is dealing with anxiety, right. you're right, they, they reach out. Right. I mean, I knew one family where he actually chewed his shirt. They, they went through right. shirts all the time because when he would get an anxious moment and, and anything could actually you know, right. bring that on, anything exactly. that you and I would think is no big deal exactly. would, yeah. would have a, a, a tremendous impact on them. And, and they're looking for that comfort level, their comfort zone. And right. so the necklace may sound like, well, we're in a necklace, but it's a big thing. It's the first thing you're going to grab, and, right. and that's, exactly. that's going to relieve the anxiety for them and bring them back yeah. down. Right. And it is a safer um, outlet to chew on sure. as well because it is a FDA-approved food-grade silicone. So, um, yeah, it's safer than, like, their pencils or anything else. Okay, right. so yeah. how did you develop a concept like that? I mean, it's genius what you've done here. I mean, especially right. this first product, and we're going to talk about some of the other things that you've got lined up here as well, but the necklace, as a first start, you nailed it right off the bat. Did you know that there was a great need for that, having having talked to some of the people in that field? Oh, yeah, yes. Um, so... Uh, I did interview customers and things like that, but also online. Like I saw what competitors were doing, and uh, a lot of people complained about the style because they said it maybe it stood out too much as, um, yeah, like um, maybe it drew attention to a disability or mm, it looked okay. it looked too therapeutic. So we sort of designed it to make it look like a, a Lego, and we also added many. Uh, textures to it because that's something um, a lot of customers were complaining about. They said it wasn't stimulating enough. Like the existing teeters, they would rather chew on their pencils. A lot of a lot of children right. that are living with special needs right. need to be tactile. Exactly. They that, they want an, they want something that's going to be comforting to touch. Right. Exactly. So obviously you've taken that into consideration right. too. Yeah, that's why we have like numerous textures, like bumps and squiggles. So it's actually an intriguing texture. So they'd want to chew on that rather than something that they're not supposed to chew on. And and it's their go-to thing. In other words, they don't have to reach for something. They don't right. have to grab a pencil. Right. They don't have to start chewing their fingers. That's it's right there for them. And and, and obviously in, in the passage of time, that they're going to know it's there, and that's that's what I need right there. It's right here in front of me. Right. Yeah, that was our goal. Yeah. So and, and I'm not surprised that it's already had success on the market. Were you surprised by that? Uh, I was because they have never actually um, developed a product and put it into the market before. So yeah, I, I was a bit. Um, uh, surprise. <laughs> now listen, you're, you're doing a computer sciences at uh, McMaster, aren't you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which is a little bit out of the realm of this. So so this is kind of new ground for you. How do you get started in a business like this? Right. Um, it, yeah, honestly, I was just exploring different industries. And I, I also wanted to make sure I wasn't uh, too biased because I noticed a lot of my um, uh uh, peers, like it, just because they're in computer science, like they would, their go-to would be like, let's develop an app. But I wanted to make make sure I was going into an industry that there actually was a need, and I, it wasn't just because it was my specialization per se. I wanted to make sure I was objectively identifying a problem and solving it, and even if it meant learning something completely new. So you, you this is a yeah. brave world for you. I mean, you really yeah. went outside your comfort zone to do something right. like this. Yeah, yeah, because um, it, when I was researching it, it seemed like it was a problem, and it really needed to be solved. Yeah, so. 
So you, so you did, this this was the first prototype, obviously. I, I know you've sold lots mm-hmm. of these, uh, 15,000, I think, in the first year. Yeah. Uh, and and my, my understanding is the projections are you're probably going to double that, at least double that this year. So obviously yeah. the, there's, a, mm-hmm. there's a product out, and there's also a market for this product, too. Oh right, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. For the for that product, uh, we've sort of noticed that we've almost hit capacity. So now we're just like um, expanding the line um, into different sensory items. Okay, yeah. now you're a computer scientist at this stage, uh, but you're also a businessman. I mean, you know, this is this is your company. This is this Central Minds is is your company. Uh, where do you get the business expertise and 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 the, the background and the support services to be able to put a business together? I mean, you, you're the idea guy. And you've yeah, developed yeah. all this stuff, but now you've got to be the business guy, and and that's a whole different animal, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Um, I I did take a lot of uh, cor- like courses online, to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, just on e-commerce, digital marketing, that sort of thing, and uh, and also um, I'm part of the Forge, which is McMaster's incubator program. Yeah. So I got a lot of support from them as well. It's great uh, to have peer support, isn't it? Oh, for sure, yeah. People, it's surprising when when people think, well, I don't, I can't call them. They don't know who I am, uh, but they they want to help. Oh yeah, for, yeah, they're really helpful. Yeah, a valuable resource for sure to give that that kind of support for you because right, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of great ideas that that just don't succeed because they can't do the business side of things. You know, it's like left oh, side of the absolutely. brain, right side of the brain. And and a lot of the time, of course, uh, you know, they, they don't know the pitfalls and they don't, have, you know, in hindsight, I wish I'd known that guy or I wish I'd been this or I should have talked to this person here. So obviously through Forge, you get that kind of support and they can kind of point you in the, in the direction to say, you know what, you should do something about this and talk to this person right. about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they have a lot of um, experienced mentors who've also built successful businesses. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we have that experience on our side. So you've got one successful product here with the necklace. Right. What else is in the works here? Because I got, there's a couple of other things here I know that, that you're working on right now that right. sound fascinating. Right. Yeah, so one of them is like a, um, a wobble chair. So a lot of these children, when they're really anxious, like they, they can't focus in school. Like they would get up and move around, um, maybe go, go into a tantrum. or uh, The wobble chair sort of like satisfies their need to move because they, it allows them to sort of move in the same spot. Um, so they could still focus um, in class and things like that. So, so th- that's one of our products. Uh, the other one is a sensory weighted blanket. Uh, this is this is a great idea. Explain what that is. Right. So, like the idea of a sensory weighted blanket is that it mimics the same impacts of a hug. So it increases serotonin levels and it keeps the child calm. And a lot of these children, right before um, going to bed, like they you they lose you through a tantrum or. Um, yeah, they're really fussy about it, especially if they have like tactile sensitivities and mm-hmm. things like that. So the weighted blanket sort of allows for like deep, um, gentle like pressure and it calms and soothes them down and allows them to fall asleep more easily. You must have done an incredible amount of research to come up with some of these concepts. Uh, 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 for some of them, yeah, but um, f- a lot of times we're just like looking at what competitors are doing, and we're just reading all the negative reviews online and seeing what comp- people are complaining about, and we just try to improve on it. So, how? Right. Do, give me the example of. Let's talk about the blanket, for right. instance. Okay, uh, right. you, that's it's not a new product; right. it's your version of it. Exactly. So, what have you done to refine it to make it more appealing to, right. to consumers? Right. So, when I was reading like our competitors' negative re- reviews. 
a lot of them complained about, for example, it gets too hot because it's like 10 pounds. And then I noticed a lot of them were using cotton. So we decided to, to experiment with like a cooling bamboo material so they don't get too hot under the weight. Another one was um, it's filled with beads. So all the beads sort of just move to one side and you don't get the impact of the weight. So we decided to divide the blanket into like little, uh, my, small little pockets so the weight is more evenly distributed. And another one was we also bundle it with like a sensory cover, which has various textures on it for um, sensory stimulation. So Now, the wobble so chair is a different idea, too. And again, from, from our, our experience dealing with mm -hmm. the special people that are working with things like autism and other, uh, other challenges like that, right. uh, I know one of the complaints always is, well, they, they, have, they have to rock in the chair. And, and that can be a dangerous thing, obviously, because, you know, those ordinary school chairs, for instance, are not made to be rocked back and forth on. Right. But they have, this, they, they have this desire, this inclination. They have to move. Right. And like you say, sometimes it's getting up. Sometimes it's just kind of shifting. So right. talk to me about the wobble chair and how, and again, not a new product, but you've listened to this. Right. You've talked to the experts. You've talked to families about this. Right. So how do, you, how do you develop your prototype? How do you build that, that, that better model? Right. So one of the complaints, so when we compare it to like the market leader in this space, it was actually a pretty simple problem. A lot of them said it just wasn't adjustable, like they'd sell them in fixed sizes. So we just, one of the things is we made it adjustable. The lead competitor were just using plastic and they said it was really uncomfortable to sit on. So we um, use like a microfiber cushion, um, which is sort of embedded in the chair. And we sort of like rubberized the bottom to make it um, anti-slip. Oh, that's big. Um, yeah, so just things like that. Um, and that was literally just based on our reading our co competitors sort of negative reviews. How is the company that. doing, Sensual Minds? I mean, obviously, the, 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 the product development end, you guys are just, you know, you're doing fabulous at this. Thank you. But the company itself, uh, you know, is, is it growing? How many employees do you have at this stage? Uh, it's uh, Right now, it's just contractors. Yeah. So no full-time employees, just like two co-founders and about uh, two contractors. And we have a couple of uh, marketing agencies that we hired. Uh, yeah, and that's about it for the business right now. So where do you see yourself in two or three years? I'm hoping that we have at least five products that are doing really well, um, collectively around at least five to like 7,000 units in uh, sales per month. So you've got some, some huge expectations here, and obviously uh, the work you've done and the research you've done on this uh, puts you in pretty good stead. Uh, are you surprised at how quickly things have taken off for you? I mean, nothing happens overnight, but it's, uh, it seems as if you guys have really nailed stuff here. Uh, f for our first product, I I'd say I'm pretty happy with it, but um, it it's still pretty high risk at this point, to be completely honest, because um, uh, I yeah, because the new products haven't launched yet, so it's still up in the air. Well, that's that's yeah. that's the life <laughs> yeah. of an entrepreneur, isn't right, it? Yeah, like we we literally took all the profits from the first product, and we've literally put into yeah. all into the development of the new one, so. Hopefully they succeed, but if they don't, then <laughs> then it's <laughs> back to the drawing board, exactly, right? Exactly. Right. Well, that's that's like I say, that's that entrepreneurial spirit. Today right. was a good day. Well, let's see what bring tomorrow. You know, tomorrow yeah, brings. You just right. don't know at this stage. Uh, right. Like I said at the beginning of our conversation, Ryan, I, I, this is incredibly uh, efficient, and but at the same time, I think very very useful to a number of families that are dealing. Uh, with special needs, and uh, you need support services for these things. And and I, I know yeah. we've talked about the medical end of things, but you're looking at it from the other side too. These are the tools 
that uh, that families and, and schools and, and everyone else can use to to try to concern uh, to address rather some of the concerns that are going on. Good luck in the competition. Yeah, I, I, we nice. don't know what's going to happen next Thursday and who's going to do what. But uh, I think Sensel Minds has got a bright future, and uh, good luck with that as well. Good to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, by the way, before we leave, before we leave, if anybody wants to get information, I'm sure a lot of parents are listening to say, "What can I get this stuff? Is there a website?" Oh yeah, it's just sensilminds.com. Sensilminds.com. Yeah. Okay. Thanks again, Ryan Ticklow from uh, Sensel Minds. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from nine to noon on 900 CHML.